the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a karate teacher to trim their hedges. Man, these shrubs are not made of plywood. Don't worry, another few chops should do it. Yeah! Nope! Yeah! Dang! But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Oh, this treehouse looks like particle board. Yeah! There we go. I'm starting to doubt myself. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Hi there, this is Jim McKee's bartender. I'm sorry, I just came right in there, didn't I? Instead of... Uh, you know, fading it out. Uh, today's episode uh, is going to be a live. This is a live episode, isn't it? It's episode two fifty four. Uh, we call it. What did I write down? Outpatient visit. I think outpatient call or something like that. Um, we had a three minute. I had three minutes, and I'm going to try to call. Uh, I'll start the show, and then I'll try to call Joel again on Skype. He wasn't available right then, but. When I say I'm going to start the show at three, I got to start at three, otherwise uh, I lose all credibility. Um, there, everyone's going through the same thing, so I'm not going to discuss the news. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you have access to the internet, and you know the craziness is going on, and how everyone's trying to uh, figure out uh, the new normal right now. And uh, just recently, I. Uh, I have been looking for an electric vehicle. I've been looking at uh, uh, the uh, Tesla, the Model 3, or uh, the Chevy Bolt. And Chevy Bolt's more in my price range right now, but I've been told that there's some questionability about their build quality. But just, I swear to God, I was just like either I was going to do this, I was going to make the move before I went to Poland or after I went to Poland. I think I'm going to Poland right now. Um, so with the way things are, I kind of held off on that. And I did, I was looking around, but they're giving great deals. So there would be some consideration. I, if, if there's that much savings, if there's three, four months savings in a month from now, then I figure if I don't have to make the first several payments that... It would be um, advantageous for me to purchase if uh, I think that we'll be out of it in a couple months. So, but I didn't want to make that decision right now. I feel that I have a lot of time on my hands right now. But as it would happen just uh, two days ago or th- three days ago, I get a phone call from a local Chevy dealership inquiring whether I'm still looking for a um, electric vehicle and uh, I guess it's one of those uh, dealerships that have several different makes under their uh, under their name 
So they, I mentioned that I was looking for that, but I mean, and then I paused and I said, well, yeah, I, I was looking for a Lexus Zero primarily from you guys in a uh, Chevy Bolt. And they went on and I said, are you kidding me? And they said, well, you know, there's a lot of uh, reasons to buy today. And I said, yeah, and there's one big reason why not to. You know, <laughs> having to sign on and make a big commitment. And I, oh, yes, I'm responding to my. I'm, I have I have my hands free talking to me. Yes. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Can you repeat? I am responding to Joel. I guess Joel was trying to get a hold of us. Let me uh, let me get back and uh, let's see what he has to say here. Are we on for today? Yes, I called you several times. Let me give him a call right now. But um, to finish the story, I'll I'll just finish the story back when we come back on that. Uh, was going on. I'll have to, I guess I'll have to explain it to Joel, but I'll make it much shorter. Here we go. Let's see. He was busy, even though he, th he thinks. Let's see what. your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Mm -hmm. Hey, Joel. Uh, you just asked if we're doing a meeting today, a uh, show today, and we are doing a show, but uh, you haven't picked up. So I'll call you back. Let's see. Maybe you're not picking up on that. Oh, you add another, if you're on another number, you should answer the number that we normally speak to because I don't have the other phone number unless you give me, if you want to text it to me, that'd be great. Okay, thank you. Okay, let's see. okay, Joel, if you're listening to the show, what what you do is when I call you, you pick up the phone. Okay. again, Joel. What's going on? At the tone, please record you your message. When you have finished recording, number. you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, Joel. I'm calling the number that we normally talk to on there, so all you have to do is pick up. And it says you're on. I don't see you. Okay, bye. Well, this is, this is fun. Let's see. Is it... Should I call Gabby's number? Should I call Gabby's or what? Are you on a different phone? Joel, you're on a different phone. You are on 
different phone, I imagine. Okay, I'm going to call you again. Okay, and then I'm going to have to continue with the show, Joel. I don't know how to, what else to do. Record your message. When you have uh, finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hello, Joel. If you are satisfied with your message, press one to listen to your message. Press two to erase and re to send your message with normal Joel, delivery. I'm, press I one actually got your message to send your message with urgent delivery. Press two. Unless you are blocking. Unless you're blocking uh, numbers. Are you there? Well, unless you pick up the phone, there's nothing I could do right now, Joel. I mean, I uh, I look at it. I have it right here. Let me. Well, I'm calling it. Let's go. Let me put it in. Stop it. What? You saw it? 409-4419, right? Hello? Okay. Oh, technology is so exasperating. Hello? There we go. No. Oh, this is fun. Hey, is that you? Yep, it's me. Yeah. All right, it worked. I have no idea. Oh, I, was, I was calling Thanks. you. <laughs> I was calling yeah. You. 
the whole time. I called mm -hmm. it. Uh, I called it three minutes of, and then yeah, three o'clock, and it said you're not available when I called. Yeah. Well, okay. here we are. <laughs> the problems, though, the know. travails of technology, right? I'll tell you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I was telling someone, since we spent the first eleven minutes. Uh, while I was explaining, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the bullet points on this. I was yes. recently looking in for an electric vehicle, and then we'll ask you how. I want to finish the story because I we had an eight minute sojourn right there. I'm looking for an electric vehicle prior to everything going here, starting about a month and a half, two months ago. And three days ago, I get a phone call from a Chevy dealership, but they also have other makes. And they call up and ask if I'm still interested in an electric vehicle. And I say, yes. And I said, but yeah. considering I'm, I'm taking my time now, considering, well, wh why would you want to reconsider when there's some great deals out there? And I said, well, I'm like, well, I'm ready to ask, why would you not want to go to a wedding? Why would you not want to take a flight? Why would you not want to do anything <laughs> right now? I said, why, well, answer, answer the question. How would you, why would you not? And, you know, I want to see how things shake out, you know, whether yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm employed. I have two vehicles right now with no place to go. So yeah. the electric vehicle really, really wouldn't save me any money right now, considering we're not driving no. anywhere. I mean, the most of yeah. I drive right now is um, uh, to, to make my infrequent trips to the store. Um, yeah. My using safe distance and, and, and which I wanted to talk about eventually yeah so i thought uh that was interesting that they were still i i used to work in a car dealership and i understand they're they got to sell cars yeah that's their raison d'etre that's what they're supposed yeah. to be doing that's a reason yeah. for being if they don't sell cars they don't pay rent and the people are still right. collecting rent i mean they're not you know some some landlords are being kind about that and foregoing rent and other people are just saying, hey, listen, I need to pay my bills, too. So and they have it. So they have it. So what were you going to say? Yeah. No, I, uh, they haven't adapted the pitch to current circumstances. Yeah. Well, well, they, they she chimed in right away and said, hey, listen, you don't have to make a payment for the first three months. And I'm going like this. Well, what if we're out for five months, you know? And they yeah. go, oh, you know, like this. What if it's what if it's not till August? And yeah, uh, yeah. And the first six months, and what, what am I? If I yeah, don't have yeah. any money, what are you going? I'll just have a repossession on my hand. Yeah. So, um, why don't we just wait and see? Unless you know, we're going to make it for you know, if they make it six months. If they make it, if it, you know, we're pretty much if if things don't shake out quickly and they're people don't get their acts together and that's I mean on the national local and personal scale then we're going to have a lot bigger problems than a uh, you know an automobile repo in my life there's going to be other things so uh, we have to deal with but yeah. uh, I, I, it's just interesting the sales call and obviously we still get people doing the scam on 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 social media Joel there's people selling their furniture uh, their they're still posting their properties for sale. Right. As if 
someone's going to make, you know, considering the more, I guess how disassociated you are with reality, you'd say, well, hey, now's a really good time to purchase property, you know, because people are ready to make a deal. You know, I, I mean, think it's, you know, it's the uh, it's the shakeout. It's a shakeout right now. And like who's going to survive and who's going to come back strong. They're yeah. going to be the creative ones who can uh, take a look at this and, and see new opportunities. It's not going to be the same old, same old. Yeah. Well, I did have someone, one of the friends of the show, um, Maggie, uh, was one of our early listeners, one of my first 10 listeners, Maggie, and uh, from the VFW, she's, she works there, and Chef Clark. I'm going to send a shout out to Chef Clark and Maggie. And she contacted me and said, you know, Chef Clark had a great idea. Why don't you do an online trivia night and hosted by you and you could put out a tip jar and stuff like that. And they had an application called a tip jar or they have Venmo and all that stuff. And um, I, I said, oh, that's a wonderful idea. I just don't see it as mine. There's, there's a friend of mine that did a regular trivia night uh, acquaintance, you know, but I worked with him, a great guy named Sean. And he did it at the catch on Tuesdays and he has everything set up for it. You know, matter of fact, he has a power, I guess he uses PowerPoint or something like that to do it. And it's suited yeah. for, he could do it online. I imagine it's already set up, you know, yeah. for doing instead of me trying that I would do it more like verbally setting it up and then I'd have to write everything down and not, yeah. and, and I'm not poo pooing the idea. I'm just saying, I'm not, I, it's these guys have been doing it for a couple of years. It's real. Uh, it's really easy for them. I mean, it's hard to come up with their material and their new questions, but they already have their setup for it. And for me to do it, it'd be like me horning in on something and I probably wouldn't be that good at it. And it would take away from yeah. what I really love doing. And which is this yeah. talking to you, my friend. And uh, yeah. I had changed. I had changed the opening when I couldn't get a hold of you, like three minutes before the show. And I'm yeah. going to go live because I told yeah. people I'm going to go live at three o'clock, even if there's only like one or two people live listeners, right? Because it's a, it doesn't really matter. I could record it and release it. Right. Yeah. There's not the live component of it isn't that critical or crucial. But what I found is when I do a live show. It's crossing the Rubicon. I can't take it back. It's locking the keys in the car. So it's out there. If I record yeah, something and I don't like the quality of it, I start second guessing and saying I start messing around with it. I start deleting. Like I would have delete, deleted all that um, time that I was trying to call you when, when uh, you text back and stuff like that. <laughs> but that's actually kind of funny in well, retrospect. Yeah, no, it has a certain charm. Yeah. So it's a little different, a little different than the usual. Yeah. And and uh, so uh, I, if I started trying to figure out how to do an online trivia, plus, you know, almost anything, I'm barely passable as a podcaster. I, we all, <laughs> I mean, we, you're the psychologist. I have my own. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Avoid biking in the rain and never touch another person's bike. Hey, guys, look at these bikes. So shiny. Uh, whoops. 
I'm gonna leave a note. Oh gosh, there's more. And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. I guess what, who I think I am, what I identify myself as, right? Yeah. I have my identity, and I've been doing this, it, it, it's, I think today or tomorrow, it's three years I've been doing this. And yeah. this is, uh, even though it says uh, episode 254, I think we may have done over 300 episodes because some I deleted and did all this other stuff. You know, there's extra episodes out there. Um, yeah. Like, and you aren't, you aren't like all talked out. You're always fresh. You always I'm have always another right. point of view. I think I'm kind of happy. To, uh, yeah. To, but the, old, the other thing is, man, you're in a unique position um, because of who else is doing podcasts from the Keys? You oh, know, okay. The Keys I, really say, I told people. the way you were going, who else is doing podcasts? And I was going to say, yeah. you know, in the next month, there's uh, going to be a millionth podcast listed on on <laughs> iTunes. I said, who yeah. else is doing it? Who isn't? Literally a million people the size of a who large Who isn't team. doing podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, no, but uh, yeah, I think you're in a unique position. You you might, here, here, I don't know, this is just off the top of my head. What do I know? But maybe uh, try to bring in one of the, I don't know if you have mayors there, like T. Largo or whatever, you know. Yeah, mayors, yeah, they're, they're, it's weird how they call it. They've got county commissioners. Uh, they got the mayor of the Mon- Monroe County. I didn't realize until they mentioned it has a mayor, uh, Mayor Carruthers. Okay. I never heard of her until this uh, moment. Yeah. I guess it's the head commissioner. I don't know how a county yeah. could have a mayor. You know. I don't. Yeah. I. Yeah. You know. That I figure that's a, a, a title it's, for a municipality. It's like. Being president. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the question is, who's, 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 uh, you know, who's convenience? Does that suit? Yeah, I'm president. I'm president of the bar. I'm president of my of my bar. You know. Yeah, that's right. Declare yourself. Yeah, or I I think <laughs> I'm well. Actually, I would be. Uh, hmm, president for life, or an absolute monarch. <laughs> That's what I would declare myself, and uh, I would have a a really really ornate uh, kind of. I would be more dressed warlike, uh, like a a a medieval. Yeah, uh, good one. Good one. That's what I would do, or someone considering the time, maybe something out of a post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah, chain of mail, something like that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. something something like Road Warrior. Uh, Horns on a metal helmet. Lot of leather. I can leather picture that. Helmet. I can picture that, Jim. Yeah. I think. I think uh, that. Uh, yeah. Whether or not you ever do that, that would be a great but logo. But it'd be tough, you know. They, a lot for, of times they uh, wore those. That was Northern Europe and stuff like that. They didn't wear those. Uh, they they were more. Uh, you got to the. It was more. Flowing robes, more like Lawrence of Arabia type guy, you know. <laughs> going south. Oh, yeah, and, uh, more tropical, yeah. like a, a yeah. The chainmail was just a little in too Polynesia. Hot. Right, 
Yeah. That's or it. That's it. Someone you need a fez. Like an Aztec. You need a fez, man. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I was out today, and I will discuss. Yeah. I'll tell you about this. I was out today. I went out to, uh, I had to the deposit uh, several checks, my paychecks going way back. I mean, I had old paychecks. I have a couple paychecks left to put in the bank, uh, fortunately. Yeah. And uh, uh, currently, I am not, there is no income coming into our household. But fortunately, we had held off. We were saving for a trip to Poland. So this is going right. to pretty much soak up that. And there's going to be some yeah. federal well, the ranger, And the, the state, I mean, unemployment, right unemployment, we have yet, I mean, I have no idea what's going on with that. I made an application for that, and I know I paid yeah. into it. I mean, I I, I meet the yeah. I, I, well above the minimum of my earnings to order to receive yeah. uh, and and uh, unemployment. But Abby is was having difficulties difficulties on on the online application. Matter of fact, I was having difficulties applying for Abby, and we're waiting for the federal relief and stuff like that. And she still has her. Uh, I mean, we're luckily we got our refunds from the federal government too, but that's going to be that by the time you know June rolls around, who knows what's going to be uh, happening? It's going to yeah. be kind of tight if uh, things going on. But but I mean, I'm sure all the listeners, a lot of people in uh, the Keys, and as I mentioned before, we're uh, I. I don't know where we arrived at this figure, but it's over 50% of the people are either directly in involved with the tourist economy or in the affiliate industries that supply, uh, supply the people that handle the oh, tourist yeah. industry down here. Yeah. And yeah. without that influx of money, uh, we've just missed it. It Unfortunately, uh, or I don't know, it could have been worse, meaning if it happened in... In the fall, we would have missed the whole season, and we would have, or let's say, uh, if it happened in October, after a long slow season, where everyone yeah. was pretty much tapped anyway, and then yeah. it rolls in there, that would have been more dire, I guess. But uh, yeah. I can't think of anything more down here that that would be worse um, for for the economy than that. And and that being said. I completely understand why we have to close it down. Yeah, no, I mean it, it, it is what it is. And, and See, while I was have, out, I, I don't, I don't have the same, uh, I don't have the same income, you know, financial issues that that you do. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm retired, so I'm floating above all that, mm -hmm. you know, like income, work, mm -hmm. things like that, and I'm just. I'm just watching the investments that I live off mm -hmm. dwindle, a crash, maybe crash is a better word. Yeah, yeah, that's, and and that, uh, and that's another yeah. thing. That's another thing people, you know, is causing um, anxiety in the people and stuff like that. But today while I'm out, I saw a range of responses, meaning what you can just anecdotally by looking at people, how they consider it. I've seen older people yeah. who smoke. I know people, I, I saw a person that I know smokes at least two packs a day and drinks 
uh, drinks a decent amount, go out with just, uh, she had uh, some gloves on. And she's got to be in her early 60s. And uh, she's out there at the store. And then I see young guys, you know, people, they look like they live a different social kind of, listen, this guy had, he was missing a couple teeth. He looked to be about, he could have been anywhere from his late 20s to early 40s, right? Uh, so Yeah, met. Okay, I don't know. I can't tell by looking at him and stuff <laughs> like that. And he's just rolling around, not concerned. It's not, you know, contracting the coronavirus isn't his major concern. His concern may be, I, I don't want to be too judgmental, would be getting like his next six pack or what's he going to do tonight and all this stuff. But yeah. that that was the and I seen a couple out together. Uh, I seen I saw yesterday a do, right, a do, medical doctor, right. It's a do. Yeah. When I say MD, you could be MD do, right. Well, a, a do is a doctor of osteopathy. Okay. Which is which is a little different than an MD, yeah. but they have the same accreditations. I think the guy's a DO and he's out with his wife. Yeah. Yeah. No protection, no facial protection, just out there. But they dabble in Eastern stuff and all that. So I I really didn't quite get the message he was giving out, you know, because you figure someone part of the medical community would do it. But then again, I've seen some people in the medical community that when I said there was a, a, a couple prior to the ball rolling really quickly, but right in the beginning of March, like uh, 10 days into March, when spring break started, they took several of my daughter's classmates, my my daughter, with their child on a ski trip. Now, we already know, like, it was right, as soon as spring break started, the ball was rolling really quick. It was moving really fast. And throughout the States and... um, they decided that it was a good idea to keep on going on a trip. And I would, I just looked at Abby and it, it was so, it happened. And I have to reiterate, it was, it was happening so quickly that from in two days, you know, the ideas changed. You notice how they changed a lot. You know, you had, you have some people. It happened very quickly. And and it wasn't just here, you know, like I mentioned before, it, it, you know, within really two days, we started getting messages from Spain, don't come back. Yeah. You know, so it was that quick. Yeah. It was like about the second week in March. That's right? exactly when it happened. They started closing down the ski slopes. Yeah. The states were closing down. Yeah. They decided to go on, instead of turning around and trying to come home, they tried to, to you know, to salvage the thing. Just like, and I don't have enough to really speak to the cruise ships that were coming in and I'm not damning them because, you know, I'm not, um, you know, leaving them out there is not an option. There's things we can do, but they are using up valuable resources. If they did decide to go on the trip after the, the things started changing, shame on them for sucking up well, I don't, uh, uh, resources. Yeah, no, I don't, they may have been extended. It could have happened like it could have been one of the three week cruises and they could have got on it right before all this stuff started happening. What? Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't, I don't, 
the, the biggest, uh, you know, when I started getting those messages, don't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was starting to break on, on, you know, on this part of the Atlantic too, that um, it was going to get closed down. And, you know, New York was the epicenter, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And, um, and the, uh, oddly enough, it's for, and we had the return trip scheduled. So we started getting these messages on a Thursday from Spain. Our return trip was scheduled for Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make some quick decisions. Um, and you know the story. My daughter jumped in, insisted we come down, stay here out in Virginia mm-hmm. with her. And um, But my main concern was not how that would work once I got back to Spain, because we're kind of tucked off, and we're in a we're in a walled compound there, a little house, mm-hmm. and um, you know it probably would have been fairly safe there, uh, considering. But my greatest concern was like, do I really want to spend uh, six eight hours in a in a in a metal tube at thirty thousand feet with recirculated air, mm-hmm. you know? So now I'm wondering about uh, this couple and who they were taking out to uh, go skiing. That, that, you know, to me, that would be the main danger, getting oh, on the Jesse, plane uh, okay. and around the airport. Listen, just, right? the, uh, just, yeah. yesterday, just yesterday, Joel, um, I had uh, one of my daughter's friends. I mean, we thought we put this all to rest that, you know, we, it's, it's been four or five days since, or six days since, or a week since she got the idea that, you know, hey, no more play dates, no more things. I'm 13 years old. No more get-togethers. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she's starting to wear thin. She goes, why can't Demi come over? And she, Demi was one of the ones that went on the trip, right? And I go, well, you know, well, I'm, sure uh, her parents, I'm, I'm sure her parents won't let her come over. And, and, and I go, yeah. and she goes, yeah, they will. And I, my daughter said this, yes, they will. I said, I'm going to have to talk to the parents. But then again, wait, why would they need to talk to your parents? If they decided already that it's all right for that to happen, and I'm sorry I mentioned the girl's name, but uh, I'm, then if this isn't enough, what's going on, if this isn't enough to convince you that we're in it for real, that it's not a hoax, then anything I would have said on the phone would have been ridiculous. Uh, there, I mean, there's... Yeah, yeah, if... It's hard yeah, I enough. I don't think you can. If you, you can't if you're, argue if you're dealing with a with child, things. and their friends, the parents of the friends, you think, if they don't think it's a big deal, it's much like the people's ideas of um, when they get a little older about giving alcohol to uh, the teenagers and all that stuff. You know, yeah. it's just like the, this this cross, like how I hate to say it, I'm going to say it. It's fucked up that someone would make a decision that if you knew, like if I knew my friend over here was a uh, conservative Jew, right? Yeah. And, and, or, and I had the kid over and I said, I had all ham products out and it's in the middle of Passover, right? <laughs> and I'm just going, I'm pushing it on the kid. I'm just saying that unreal, just just so it's things, or or trying to expose yeah, it to, me, to my, yeah, my belief system. There's some, there's some cognitive shearing 
going on there. It's not quite. It's some slippage. I mean, um, you, I, but you know, how about a little are, consideration? Yeah. Like, I don't believe, you know, if you are, you know, there's, there's people that are ensconced in gun culture, leaving their guns out. You know, giving their kids where the kid kills. You know, a, they have a party. They we've had someone happen here at a party. They 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 got a hold of a gun, and the kid got killed. So it, it was an yeah. accident. But dude, it's it's if you can't, how are you teaching? How can you teach your kids to be responsible if the parents if the if the decision making from the top down is is fucked up? Well, no. Well, first of all, um, Wednesday is Passover, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and we're gonna we're gonna have our matzah ball soup and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. But also, we decided, or I've just decided right now after listening to you, uh, we're also gonna lay out some guns on the table and drape them with ham. <laughs> we're gonna what? You're gonna <laughs> what? You're gonna lay them out on the table? <laughs> They're going to drape uh, some ham over guns laid out on the table. Yeah. Okay. Well, that it's, okay. just, it's just one of those what do you things think? where people, people making decisions without considering someone else's feelings. You know what I mean? If you're um, – it's just like you – I realize like one of my uh, daughter's friend's family is very religious, not – you know, from uh, of the uh, Christian tradition, and they're very religious, yeah. kind of extremely religious. But you know, I try not to. You know, when any, anything they they ask about something, I said, "Well, that's that's something Abby believes in and stuff like that." That's, uh, but I, I mean, you you can learn about that from your par parents. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pass that on to you. That's it's not my decision, and 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 it, whatever. Um, dietary requirements that they have. Now, I mean, I would consider that. I said, do you have this? Do you, you know, some people don't even drink in their house. So, right. Uh, but it happens, it happens. Uh, it, uh, I know the keys aren't the only place, but the keys are, and it's one of the criticisms of um, some of the people that raise kids in the creek. Uh, they set a bad example for their children. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a karate teacher to trim their hedges. Man, these shrubs are not made of plywood. Don't worry, another few chops should do it. Yeah! Nope! Yeah! Dang! But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Oh, this treehouse looks like particle board. Yeah! There we go. I'm starting to doubt myself. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Here I am. A There's a lot of people. They set a bad yeah. example for their children. You know? Yeah, but you're, you're, when you say you're a bartender, one of the things I was just thinking of is we're roughly in the same business. Uh, you and I, me, clinical psychologists, trying to help people. You're a bartender. They always lay their problems on you. And and you have to uh, what help them out, entertain them, you know, whatever. But but you realize no no no. I see, see, there's where the subtle difference is between us. 
I don't have to help them out. I have to see as a bartender, I think I have to outweigh the good of the many uh, versus the good of the of the few. So if someone's having a psychotic meltdown at the bar, the session yeah. ends. The session ends right now. If someone had a psychotic <laughs> meltdown with you, you would just do more intensive treatment. Oh no! As, or send them. Send them someplace for more intensive treatment. I, w- I might send them someplace, uh, but early on for, for my prison work, and then I adapted it to my 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 private practice. Never get between the patient and the door. Uh-huh. You know. That's yeah. that's just the way that one works. Yeah, I think. Oh, um, but but what I what I what I am saying, and I've observed you, mm-hmm. student of behavior that I am, I have observed you at the catch, and you have very, um, you have things that you that you say to people that you drop out that are are um, I can read to let's say as a mm-hmm. clinician. Um, which is which is to give them a little nudge in the right direction, reinforce them in another direction, um, and make them you know allow them to feel safe and happy, and let them be good consumers. But you have your wisdom that you drop on people. There was uh, my my greatest achievement was last year. There was a woman who came in. And she, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, she, she's very negative and she used to get kind of loud and she was, um, she was quite, she was um, in her early 40s. She uh, would expose herself regularly, you know, her breast and all that stuff. But yeah. she could get really nasty, you know, really mm-hmm. mean and stuff like yeah. that. And she was banned from a bunch of other establishments in, in her area, which I, I know of. Yeah, and she, she was getting on that. I could see it, and because alcohol is a depressant, I could see the more she drank, yeah. and the worse she was getting, and all this, uh, all this was happening. And I just looked at her, at her, and I said, "This isn't you. This is not what you're like. You're a good person, you know. You're a kind person, and you know what? I care how you feel." And I said that, and she just put her. She gave me a high five, and she she uh, she settled down. There you go. For that night, yeah. For that night, yeah. But I, rarely do I get the opportunity to do that because it's kind of busy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking. The about difference you. between a bartender is that sometimes on a busy night you're dealing with 40, 50 people uh, immediately. <clears throat> I mean, over the course of the night it could be hundreds. <clears throat> but and and then I've been doing that It's hard, you know, to look at someone and make it the correct assessment. But uh, yeah. And and. But I'm, I'm talking. You know, I'm, you I'm really don't, you don't leave with that. If you're drinking, if you're really over-imbibing, you don't really get any treatment, do you? Yeah, no, but I would, I'm talking about the usual banter. Is usually, um, have I said usual enough mm-hmm. in this sense? Uh, uh, it's, it's like in a positive direction. You slipping in your little Zen, uh, uh, you know, Sufi mm-hmm. messages and that sort of thing. Yeah, you're 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 right there, man. That's 
that's why we've uh, kind of bonded. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Joel. That's very. Um, yeah. I wanted to tell you a little about. Uh, I went back to. I've had more success with those Zoom meetings. I haven't had another oh, incident. Okay. There has been an, an incident where someone exposed their enor enormous penis or posted any type of porn yeah. during it. Um, yeah. So they're, See, now, they're getting, they're getting just wanna, better Jim, with the protocols. Jim, Jim, I just want to say, you see, that's the kind of stuff I appreciate. What, porn? Yeah, people exposing themselves, general porn. <laughs> with, in um, the middle of treatment, yeah. if someone was in the middle of uh, <laughs> his stand-up Hey, Doc, what do, you, what do you think about this? Here you go. I got some. Well, Let me lay this out answer. for you. I have my, listen, I have my set answer. Anybody who's going to expose himself and say, what do you think of this? My my set answer is not much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, yeah, back, we're yeah. back to the back to the thing. The meetings are, 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 are larger. These, these meetings that they're, I guess they weren't used to them before because they had the online yeah. meetings. And generally, online meetings were for people that couldn't get out of their house or were hours away from me. So now people right. are, uh, I, uh, the other day, I checked out Miami. Miami was incredible. And then I went to a, I went to a couple different Miami ones online and I went to England. The United Kingdom mm. to the Midlands. It was a wonderful meeting. Very I'm cool. not ruining anybody's anonymity. I'm just saying the meetings. I and my biggest concern when I went there was that I wouldn't quite understand the, you know, the accent. Lingo. Nope. Yeah. No. No problem whatsoever. And the guy that was on, he was a Scotsman. He was on, and he was great. Uh, and uh, yeah. he was one, and that was in the Midlands, and then. Earlier today, I was in um, L.A. LA. Yeah. And that was yeah. a, a good one. So the nice thing about the I was trying to get the idea about, and it's not, I'm going to take this away from sobriety, my sobriety, and take it to, if you need company, the, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there aren't new groups forming where people can use this and do this on their own. So I would start looking if I was any listeners out there, if you have any particular interest, you could you could create a group in Zoom or Google or um, what's the other one? Some pal, something not PayPal, but uh, some something else. And I think FaceTime, you could do up to like four people, maybe more. Who knows? But there's a lot of them where you just get together and you're going to have your group chat and all that stuff. Um, there are people doing uh, my my. Uh, Nice had a virtual party. They had a virtual party on there, where from their houses, and but the That's great great yeah. thing about it, you're sitting there talking to people, and everyone has their thing, you know. Whether they, yeah. some people are laying in bed, other people yeah. are sitting at their desk. One guy yeah. uh, was actually in a closet. <laughs> I guess it was a large walk-in closet. Because there was clothes hanging in, in behind him, he was the guy that was chairing the meeting. That was inter interesting. That was the, that was the one from the United Kingdom, from the Midlands, uh, in England. Did you? And and the guy you, and the guy had no 
he he had he was either an American or a Canadian, and he's hosting the meeting. <laughs> and I go, holy yeah. crap! And I go like that. I go, okay, what? I just a question. Did you encourage him to come out of the closet? I I thought the same thing, but that's not part of the. Uh, <laughs> we're accepting of all lifestyles and things like that. But yeah. I thought, in the back of my head, I think I'm doing the right thing, you know, because one of the cornerstones of the twelve step program is um, not a, for for your own sobriety is to help another alcoholic and and participating exactly. in a meeting and going to these things is important, right? Especially now Absolutely. and being able to share. Yeah. So, but I'm in England and uh, I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I put in Jim from Key Largo as my tagline. And, and I did yeah. the same thing in L.A. And it was funny. They thought, and, and the England one, was it England or the one? Yeah, the England one was, um, uh, they said, oh, well, you know, you're the furthest away, you know. And I go, okay, thanks. But there was people in L.A. There was a guy from Detroit uh, or um, someplace in Michigan. There was a, someone from another country. I forget what country it is. But the, the nice thing about it, if you, the, the thing I really forgot to say, is because of the time time zone differential, when it comes yeah. to uh, a, originally AA meetings, because they were uh, set up because they would be either early in the morning or during lunchtime when people had lunch breaks at work or after work, right? So a lot of evening meetings. But because of the quarantine, there's people available at all times. So hence, what do you do? So I get up this morning. I don't really want to, first thing I do, go to, if we're getting up at 8 o'clock, uh, you know, get up and yeah. get on a meeting right away. I want to have some coffee and stuff like that. So I could go to the morning right. meeting at L.A. that starts at 7. Yeah. And right now, it's, what, it's, it's, uh, eight, it's quarter of 9 in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Or in another... Five hours, another hour and a half, they'll be having the morning meetings in uh, Sydney, Australia. I have a, I have a suggestion. Hours ahead. What? Um, you ought to get on uh, either Hong Kong or South Korea. They speak English pretty well. And, you know, uh, I'm sure you can find something uh, well, to not, get on there. The way Just I'm thinking about out, it. Man. I'm not thinking I'm the, uh, I, listen, anybody participating is, is doing their service, you know? And when you go up, you, if you don't have anything to say, you can always say, I'm truly grateful that you're here and thank you for sharing your stories and, um, and that's it. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily believe whatever I have to say could have anything to help another person. I don't know it could. But that's you don't you don't know that stuff, and that's what you're supposed to do. You just share your experience, strength, and hope, and then you do that. Especially this time when people are really struggling. Um, you know, they have uh, so many things. Being isolated and <coughs> uh, not having the access to um, these uh, this outlet, and it, it works for almost anything though. There's people that there's people that are alone. My father's and my stepmother are in Dover, Delaware, at, in this um, an extended I don't even have to call it the multi-layered assisted living facility because they have their own condominium right. inside it. Right. They're not right. in the facility where 
they have people taking yeah. care of them. They have their right. own apartment. And right. when senior buy, residents, yeah, and there, there's people in their own apartments that they're asking them not to congregate in the hallways, not to do all these things. So they just don't right. have any interaction with anybody. Yeah. The, the, uh, they, if they order meals, if they don't cook themselves and they order meals from the cafeteria and stuff like that, they're delivered to their yeah. rooms. So they don't really have anybody to talk to. But they go out to their balconies, and luckily it's, oh, God, thank God, it's early April, so the weather's getting kind of nice. It's in the 60s, and go out. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, beautiful up there. Sit there. But, but they're older people, so someone may not have that great a voice to get it carry, and then you got to hear them too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not doing that stereotypical thing. It's just the just the way it is. Especially um the older the older the ones that are by themselves tend to be older because they lost their mate or their partner. Yeah. Because the younger ones usually have someone around. Uh-huh. Yeah. So well, I consider I consider us lucky here because uh, among other things, uh my daughter and her husband are great to hang out with. Yeah. We're having a lot of fun. This is party week. We have um, we have Passover on uh, Wednesday, and in fact, we're we're going to get on um, maybe Zoom or something else. Oh, really? Uh, during during the middle of the day to on connect with our, to connect with our Jewish friends in uh, Spain. Well, then having a later... Yeah. Is that an open yeah. Passover meal? Yeah. It's going to be the the uh, uh, Seder, you know. Can, and can... They're, but they're doing it. They're, they're not gathering. They're doing it online also. But we can do that. You know, can we'll get I, on it. Can one. I sit in on that? <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you do a group conscious thing and ask them, I just, I've never, I, I think that would be wonderful, like a very... Really, you want to do that? I would, yeah, I, but I don't I, want to intrude, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it part of a, you know, a, a, it's not like I'll be broadcasting. Yeah. Uh, that would be right. phenomenal to participate. I've always, I've I'll seen ask. them, I've seen them before, and my friends would talk about it in the fraternity. Yeah, and I thought, and you, you always hear about, you know, when you, yeah. what are the, why are these bitter herbs and salt in the bread and all this stuff? And right. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I know some of it. Okay. I know, I know I, some of I'll, the thing. I'll ask them if they wouldn't mind an Irish guy sitting yeah. in. Okay. Yeah, I'll be quiet. I'll mute my mic. I'll just sit there. I'll I'll keep my <laughs> I'll keep my video on so they can see. Observant. Observant. Yeah, I'll be observant. I'll cover no, my you head. Can, I'll I cover my head the, and all that stuff. There it is. And, and there listen. It is. No, yeah. but I think one of the things and is you know I wouldn't have been drinking. So if you good. if if you do if you do get on, man, yeah. you shouldn't be silent. I mean, there's um, part of it is uh, when we invite people to join us mm-hmm. that they ask questions so that they can find out uh, more. So um, I don't know. I'll, I'll these okay. are mostly Gabby's friends. Yeah, and, the, and, listen, I and, and listen, I realize that it's important. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want anybody to feel uncomfortable about it. So. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. But I'll just pass it along to Gabby. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I know nothing about it myself. And I'm barely going to sit in. I mean, you know, 
Do you know the story of Passover? Everybody knows the story yeah. of Passover, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, okay. the, 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 the and, Pharaoh declared that all the firstborns would be uh, slain. And uh, right. uh, they, he was instructed to put uh, you know, a, a, a lamb's blood on the doorway to show that you are observant. Um, and that's where the Moses old death was. would pass over. Moses pass over. was. Yeah. yeah. And they, then they, big Hollywood movie. Then they, then they chased them. The, the uh, Egyptians chased them uh, to, the Red, to the Red Sea. Yep. And God opened up the Red Sea. And, uh, well, that's not Passover, though, is it? Is that part of Passover? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was directly that 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 moment, one of the plagues, with the angel of oh, death yeah, coming first, in there. I thought it was that. Right. Was, first it was no, no. First it was the plagues. That's right. Smear the blood. Yeah. Uh, the lamb's blood on the doorpost. Angel of death. Passover. You know the Jews' houses. And um, and finally, <clears throat> finally it was it was actually uh, God who, who slew, slayed the um, the firstborn of the Egyptians. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Pharaoh and well, those guys. So that's when they that's when the Jews decide to split. This wasn't going anywhere good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then the Egyptians chased them right up to the Red Sea. The Red Sea opened allowed the Jews to pass. Then it closed over the Egyptians, drowning them all. And then uh, Moses, who wasn't a very good navigator, took 40 years to cross the Sinai desert until he got to And, and, they, did, got to and they did make the bad decision to take Edward G. Robinson with him. <laughs> Where's your Moses now? Is, yeah, exactly. Your, yeah. Exactly. I couldn't. Have, I couldn't have put that any better. Yeah. There's your punchline right there. I and, I, um, I thought that the idea when Moses went to get uh, went into uh, Mount um, God, what was it? Mount. Uh, yeah, no. When he was in the desert, yeah, he, went he went up, up to Sinai. Mount to get uh, to, to, uh, Sinai. God, Mount Sinai. Sinai. And and then Sinai. he he was gone. What? A couple days. Yeah, well, I, I went down and came and back. And all of a sudden, it's just like it's like it's like leaving your house with a bunch of kids and say, "Listen, I'm going out to the store. I'll be back in a couple <laughs> hours, but don't you do." Yeah, he comes and he comes back and here and come back here. Yeah, there's the there's the Porsche in the swimming pool. Yeah, you know. <laughs> did Megan did Megan ever do that? And he's like, "No, no good." Did Megan you know, ever so do that? He goes back up and he and he comes back with the tablet. Yeah. and you know the Ten Commandments and all of that, but um, yeah. And the thing is that the it's the service that we do. There's a book we read from called the Haggadah. Okay. And everybody is really hungry, and you go through. Depending, it's the eldest male who reads from the Haggadah and. Um, conducts a service before the meal, but um, it can be foreshortened or it can be lengthened, mm-hmm. you know, depending how religious you are. Or whatever. And one of my cousins suggested one year, you know, let's really shorten it into this one sentence. They tried to kill us. We won. Let's eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. 
But if you, I'm gonna, I'll pass it in front of Gabby, and I'm honored that you're interested in. Uh, but you are a very curious individual, so uh, cool. Let's. I'll see if I can. What's the uh, typical food? Swing, what's a, what's swing a that typical for you. meal like uh, you would have? Oh, um, it's wonderful. Well, you know matzo ball soup. Yep. Everybody knows that. Okay. Uh, do you know about gefilte fish? Yes. Yes, I do know about gefilte fish. The, the original sushi, yep. if you will? Yeah. Okay. And then it's usually, um, it could be, I don't know, it's, it's it, um, what is it for the main course? Chicken. Chicken. Uh, often. It's often chicken. Uh, it could all. It could also be brisket, maybe. Um, How about lamb? But mostly chicken. Um, there is a lamb bone involved, mm-hmm. but that's part of the service. Okay. Uh, but it's typically not lamb. And then there are the accoutrements that go along that, you know. But there are other, various other. There are bitter herbs, um, things like that, and they all stand for something. And that's and that's what you learn about. And then the the youngest at the table has to answer the four questions, uh, which uh, I, I don't know if I can even remember them because it's been a long time since I've been the youngest. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, uh, the, at least the first one is why is this night different from all other nights? Blah blah blah. Well, also there's um, there's some singing that goes on during this, so it's a very festive time. I, and... I have it in my head. I have it. I I know uh, one sound. Barukata. Yeah. Well, that's Barukato and uh, Adenoi. Yeah. You know. Alene. And then that can lead to various other yeah. very various prayers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's Jewish for you. Wow. You know what? Except for, like, the kefelta fish, I liked lox. But I w- really wasn't big into <laughs> pickled, pickled herring and all that stuff. I wasn't. Yes. I, I, that, I, did, like, I, I did like the white fish. I liked uh, the lox and bagels. Yes. And, and, yeah. Um, and uh, the bitter herbs, yes. And brisket. I yeah. adore brisket. Uh, yeah. And, ch- and chicken, the way they... Um, I used to work in a catering hall. We used to do a lot of uh, uh, Jewish functions. We had the Jewish war yeah. vets. We had uh, Jewish social yeah, clubs yeah. to come in there. And yeah. we used to uh, really, uh, we, we understood their, uh, and you know, uh, where, what is, what is, it's basically, Jim, it's basically an what, American meal. Jim, what, Jim, what did you just say? Jewish war vets? War vets, war vets. Jewish war, war. Ju- Ju- Jewish war, war, W A R, W H W, W. I can no, no. say that. You can say that. J W V, Jewish <laughs> war vets. All right, man. And most of those guys, most I of those can't guys, help myself. most of those I guys. I mean, me. there was a couple of Vietnam vets and stuff like that, but I imagine there's only like a couple of those World War II guys left, and they were the sweetest guys yeah. in the world. That you were doing. I mean, there was women, oh, the women's auxiliary, and they served in the wax and all that. Yeah, stuff, so. the best they, generation. They right? were yeah. quite a phenomenal. The greatest generation, whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. 
on a little side note, there was a, 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 fr a friend of mine was a rabbi, ra ra uh, Rabbi Warma, and he uh, was a Vietnam vet, and he showed up, and he was one of our main rabbis that did our Jewish wedding ceremonies at the catering hall. Yeah. And every time, right, you know, we'd ask him, like, uh, he, he would come in. He, we knew he had a busy day, especially when they were doing, well, on the days he'd come in and do the uh, weddings. He'd, he'd do, it was on the weekends, he'd do two or three weddings. So we'd, you know, yeah. he'd say, hey, listen, can we get you something to eat, you know? And he goes, and he was, what, we love this guy. He was a, a bodybuilder. Uh, I was around five foot five, a, a bodybuilder. He was in his mid-60s. And he'd yeah. order, he won a, uh, a Doers on the Rocks and a turkey sandwich. <laughs> there you go. What a great guy. He was funny. He was, he was yeah. the greatest, greatest guy in hey, the world. We loved him. He was our be, favorite. He was be. our favorite minister out of everyone. Almost everyone at the catering <laughs> hall was Catholic. Yeah. He was Catholic. If we picked any of our priests, they, priest or, or any of our religious <laughs> guys there, it was that rabbi. And he, yeah. we missed him. We, uh, I hope he's. I hope he's doing well. He should be. He was healthy as a horse. He would. I guess he would yeah. be. He'd be in his early nineties right now. So. Well, yeah. Hey, I was going to. Uh, no, no, he wouldn't be in his early eighties. If he's Korean War. No, bad, there was not, Oh yeah. No, okay. what I was going to. Yeah. No, just. Uh, what I was going to say is, uh, it's interesting, it, and it it, it. it used to be urban piece of urban folklore but during the um the the reading of the haggadah the the the, uh, the service mm -hmm. uh there um there were four times when you lift a glass of wine and drink it mm -hmm. so um and what you would do is and the kids are all gathered around the table and you would give them a little sip of wine but it was Manischewitz, very sweet wine. You know, uh -huh. that, that wine, that sweet wine. Uh -huh. And so the kids would half like it, but not enough to really drink very much. But the, the urban folklore was because Jewish kids were um, introduced to wine at a very early age. They tended not to become alcoholics. Oh, I thought you were going to say they did. Yeah. Jewish kids mainly became scotch drinkers because that was more of a dry drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you're right. You're right. Oh, well, matter of but, fact, but, uh, but I, but I don't you know why? I, don't think it, it I, I, I know, I know people of the Jewish tradition in AA and stuff like that is not a, um, it ravage, I mean, some cultures, it ravages more. I think it is the social aspect of it. But once you fall into it, I mean, especially when college rolls around and stuff like that, it, it, yeah. it'll hit you. And I guess some groups could hit a little heavier uh, than that. But, you know, it, 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 same thing with drugs. And well, drugs hit everyone. If you, if you, I mean, well, there were different drugs. sensitivities to this yeah. stuff as well. Yeah. So that uh, Asiatic uh, uh, people, uh, tend to be more sensitive, and and American uh, Native Americans mm -hmm. that uh, that um, are descendants of Asiatics, mm -hmm. um, 
tend to be more sensitive to alcohol. If you consider, I mean, when was alcohol was introduced in Western culture? Let's say it got introduced and was heavily in, oh gosh, let's say Roman times, 2,000, 3,000 years. And then you had uh, Egyptians and with the accidental discovery of fermentation. Yeah. And uh, the, the people that would end up abusing it, um, you know, you think that it was, it was so weak in the beginning. Mead, Mead was, and we had a discussion uh, a couple of years ago on the show, uh, yeah. the history of alcohol. Uh, wine yeah. and beer was very weak. It was about half yeah. the, uh, half the uh, kind yeah. of now. And now yeah. you have, well, and liquor came about more so about 400, 500 years ago, uh, where they started introducing those, the, the, distil, the uh, distillation process. Distilled, distilled 1600s maybe, yeah. a distilled spirit. Yeah. And then yeah. so it was a stepped process. And then it gets introduced and you got whiskey, it shows up. And you yeah. have people, and so in, in the West, the people that were most sensitive died. They just never procreated. They just couldn't. This is a theory. They just couldn't. They got involved with it. You just didn't have that many children. And you couldn't pass on the sensitivity. The sensitivity thing didn't pass. You either did or you didn't. Yeah. And then you got to. So you have a certain amount of people that like to do it and they survive. And there are a lot of people that like to do it and they die. Right. Well, right here. Yeah. It shows up in American Indians. They didn't have any exposure to alcohol, and it shows up. It's only been 200 years for them. Yeah, they only had peyote. Yeah, it was 200 years you introduced like that. The Irish have <laughs> been doing it for hundreds and hundreds of years, and they're still going strong with it. So, but the, the, I think it, uh, and you guys, it, you guys uh, are doing it for you guys are doing it for 4,000 years. Well, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's been that long, but uh, I mean, wine. Really, you know uh, what I mean? Wine. You had, you, you know, wine was it, around I, at least in yeah. the Odyssey no, yeah, and all but, that stuff. Um, but but I think there's never been a culture so far. Check me on this. I, you know, mm-hmm. I can't completely vouch for this. There are always exceptions to the rule, but I think there's never been a culture that hasn't used intoxicants to ward off the evils of reality. I can see that. I can see that. So Yeah. And they use it to a greater or lesser extent. You know, mm-hmm. and if you're a good Buddhist and you use it moderately, well okay, that's a, that uh, confers uh some I don't know uh immunity on you to the what I call the evils of reality. Mm-hmm. But of course you can go you can go overboard and if it's ruining your reality instead of helping your reality, then well, you have to do something about that, right? right? Yep. yep. Speaking about going overboard, yeah. we've gone an hour and 10 minutes. Have we? Yep, we have. Well, don't, yeah. count, that, don't, count, that, don't count that first 10 minutes I wasn't on. Well, I got it's it's part of the show, but um, yeah, okay, I won't count it. We don't count it. But uh, I would I'll be remiss before I say anything. I want to thank uh, 
one of our, I don't know if she's listening, but I told her to give her a shout out, Sugar Jones, someone I follow. She's a, an, edu- uh, an educator I follow on uh, uh, Twitter. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, you hear about uh, our wonderful healthcare workers and uh, first responders and the people that work in the stores. But uh, remember, the educators, they're, they're going to be working from home and they got to they got to be nimble right now in how the kids are being taught. I mean, there are people that did homeschooling and all that, but uh, you know, what's the most boring event at prom at a homeschool high school? You know, right? What do you think, Joel? Yeah, they they deserve a shout out. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Dr. Jones, all right, thank yeah. you for your service and uh, teaching those kids. I know she was working on. Uh, she has a math package she had to work on, and. Uh, well, so Wednesday, we uh, are you got, I mean, no matter what, you're going to be busy. What time is your meal? What time are you going to be busy? Um, well, it, so it's two meals. So, you know, we'll have our evening meal here mm-hmm. with real matzo bowl soup and that sort of thing. And then the virtual one of a teleconference is going to be a one. Well, what I'm, what I'm trying to drive at right now. Do you want to do another show? And I want to know when you're available. Uh, probably. <laughs> this is ridiculous, but it's a busy week. Yeah. Well, um, that's fine. You can do a Friday if you want. Yeah. No. It, yeah. Friday, I think, could work. Friday, same time? Let's try for Friday. Yeah. Friday it's always fun chatting with me. I always enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, send me a text if that's amenable to uh, the participants in the theater. Um, Will do. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be there with bells on. Okay? There you go. Yeah, I'm doing a show Sounds with my great. sister tomorrow and Thursday with uh-huh. uh, Steve, they got my neighbor, uh, who uh-huh. we're doing it the same way you're doing it. <laughs> You know, phoning it in. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, yeah. being responsible. I, you know, I'm, the microphone should be clean now. I guess, right? <laughs> when they roll the mics out of <laughs> by it. now, it yeah, should by be. Now. It's, it's been in. It's been in uh, fourteen days. Three weeks. Day, Three weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It should be cool. <laughs> yeah. It should be. All ready. right, man. Okay, Joel. Yeah. Give my best to your All family. Right, take care. Take care. Did I forget and, uh, anybody? Trent, Megan. Yeah, all them. Everybody, they're so wonderful. Can't say enough. All right. That's great. Catch up with you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks. Uh, We did another episode. You wasted another uh, hour and 13 minutes if you got a chance to listen to the show. Um, Maybe you learned something. Maybe you didn't. Uh, But we're going to be back tomorrow. I think the show is 7.30. And uh, maybe Wednesday I'll do a show with my father, maybe get him on the horn. But uh, Tuesday night at 7.30 uh, will be uh, supposed to be Peg and Mark. I hope they don't flake out on me on that. But uh, (laughs) that's a horrible thing to say. And if you do like us, if you're listening to the show, please follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. If you have any questions or any topics you'd like to talk about, just send me a message. Uh, the email is jim at keysbartender.com. That's jim at keysbartender.com. 
And if you decide to, uh, if it sounds like we have uh, a lot of people, it seems we get at least, uh, it looks like 600 people per episode. So if we get uh, some people that really want to know the live, when the live episodes are going to air, I'll start posting them the day before. And uh, it'll give you an opportunity if you listen to, uh, if you listen to on the Spreaker app to it live, you'll be able to comment or chat live with me. And uh, if that's something you'd like to do, so don't be all freaked out about it. Until then, take care. This is Jimmy Keith, bartender, signing out. Thank you.